Trigger warning, this episode contains domestic violence content and also offensive language. What's up everybody and welcome again to another episode of Talks with N. Hi guys. So today our topic... Our topic today is um, a part two for the domestic violence um, episode that we've done. So we're just going to do a part two for it on the effects of um, domestic violence to the victim and the children, if the children's involved after, like after the after effects left. Yeah. Yeah. So the background story, we had a listener that uh, replied to the episode and she just uh, shared that um, after her mom had the courage to leave, they became homeless. They were almost, you know, they were homeless. And she said that she remembers thinking, then go back to dad. Like, you know, because she was so dependent on him financially. Those were one of the effects was that, you know, they didn't have anywhere else to go. And the mom was always afraid that he would find them. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, yeah. So she just wanted us to share our thoughts, opinions on, um, you know, I think making more of an awareness, the effects it has, the aftermath of once you do leave. Yeah, I would agree. Because a lot of the times we, everyone is more aware of what to do if you're in that a domestic mm. relationship and leave. but And then it kind of stops there at the leave. But no one really talks about um, what do you do after you've left? You know, yeah. where do you go from there? Mm. Especially well, if they were dependent on um, like especially yeah. if because you know the mom and the siblings were dependent on the father yeah. mm. they would feel it more like yeah. the aftermath of because he was the provider financially oh. you know roof over their heads things mm. like that that's exactly what i was just about to say <laughs> yeah and that was mentioned in our last one i remember we yeah. discussed mm. that we talked about that uh but it's true because in the mother i mean not only this victim but like all victims they might even find it hard to even, I guess, find love again mm. because it's like a trauma thing for them. Yeah. Um, where, you know, potentially like the most awesome, amazing guy can come across and then they become too afraid to sort of take that, uh, you know, commitment and fall in love again. I guess because they're afraid that it can happen again. Mm. Yeah. I think there's a lot of effects yeah. to it too. So, you know, um, for the victim, whether it's a boy or a girl, um, you know, the aftermath is, you know, you you live in fear, you know, yeah. you're, you're constantly watching your back. Are you mm. safe? Are you all right? Um, you know, we come looking for you. Mm. Um, you know, you worry about your, your safety and your kids' safety, you know, and then the effects that it has on the children. Like, you know, one minute you're with mum and dad, next minute you're homeless or next minute you're living with family or mm. living with a grandparent, you know. And there's a lot of trauma behind that. And I think what's important, what I was trying to say is, once um because you know you're not going to sit there and plan out how you're going to leave your spouse you know mm. if you're leaving that relationship so but once you do get out and you know and you know that you're in a safe place um there's a lot of places that you can call like refuges yeah women's homes, yeah. women's shelters um you know if it need be get police involved yeah mm. not that a paper will do much but at least you know if you should leave yeah legally yeah, yeah that's mm. all it does is legally like avia well, that's true when you yeah. spoke about, I just want to elaborate on that fear thing because it, it reminds me of somebody um, who I met who lives in fear currently with her child. Mm. Therefore, there's like, 
she wants to reach out and like you know to family friends through social media but because of that fear like she can't she's too scared to have like you know facebook or anything any kind of contact yeah, she's, she's afraid that her. yeah that the ex will be like contacting whoever she you know if she caught up her sister for instance she said she was afraid that like he'd threaten her and then she'd give in and be like okay my sister's he blah 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 and then mm-hmm. that's that you know and then so the damages eh? that's the damages where she had to cut off a lot of people and just keep low for like a long time yeah, and i know with, with women like mm. your friend or when they do go through that domestic violence thing and they say you can get to the police get an avo and stuff if you think about it yes it's a piece of paper but like what are you going to do if he shows up throw the piece of paper at him you know what i mean like if I think they still have that fear of like, yes, you're you're not allowed near me or AVO, but that doesn't guarantee you that it mm. protects you. And the safest way that they do feel safe eh, is just mm-hmm. not contacting, having any type yeah. of contact mm. with the outside world. It's just this is the safest way possible. Because mm. realistically, AVO, like by the time they triple, <laughs> call triple zero, I mean, who knows? And that's happened True. so much. And I, we mentioned that on the previous uh, domestic violence episode mm. is that we've lost so many Polynesian like. Pacific Island women here, even here in yeah. Australia, to domestic violence, and a lot of them had an AVO. Yeah, that's true. You know, but I think it's 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 very damaging, and anything can and trigger them. Like we said, you know, we mentioned in our podcast, our episodes with abuse, mm. is that anything can trigger them. You know, even going to a certain store, mm. you know, or that's someone true. wearing a certain jacket mm, that yeah. you know your husband certainly smells as well. Yeah, like, mm. It would just be a trigger. So just understanding that when somebody leaves a domestic violence relationship, it doesn't mean that they're fully overcome it. Mm. You know, so, you know, it's not right for anybody to turn around and be like, oh, it's it's okay. Like, he's gone. you know, yeah. it's just understand that they are still processing this. They're still healing. Um, yeah. Mentally, emotionally, you know, spiritually, mm. all of that. And then, you know, just listening to what the listener was um, mentioned that she being a child involved mm. you know domestic violence just the effects it has you know and there's many effects that it that happens you know growing up as a child and witnessing that not saying everybody but it does happen is lacking trust and commitment in a relationship because mm. out of that fear yeah of you know history and repeating it does itself the children as well yeah just as much yeah 100%. i get what you're saying but yeah i think um sometimes some women or men whoever's you know, trying to get out of this domestic violence relationship, um, they don't have a place to go. Mm-hmm. So once they leave, they're like, they don't know to go. They have family. Sometimes if they do have family that's close and they can go there, they, they feel that they don't want to go to their family. They want to involve their family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, also to protect their own families, you know, if the mm-hmm. ex was to come after their families or whatever. Yeah. But then there's some situations where, you know, a couple and their kids have moved to a different country and then they have no one. Yes. And just think about it. I think the safest place you can go to, you know, if the police can't help you get you to a safe place, um, I reckon the next best place to go is to a church. Mm. Reach out to reach out community. to the yeah, mm. reach out to a church community, and um, mm. they're usually good in my experience of you know looking after you. Salvation Army. services. If you're if you're hesitant of being homeless. Uh, I'm talking about the ones where you don't want to um, turn to your family or you don't have family. There are um, available services here in Australia. Um, I know Link to Home is one that part of the Department of Housing. They'll refer you to like Salvation Army, 
uh, Anglicare and they'll, you know, put you in your family somewhere, your, your situation. But I, I think a lot of times it's, yeah, it's just that people don't know where to go. Mm. You know, if I was to, you know, put it out there, because when she mentioned that they were homeless, mm. it's because they didn't know where else, you know, probably where to go. Yeah, They're to probably, yeah, because no, being homeless doesn't mean you don't really have a house. I think it's more so moving from one, one family member yeah. to another family member. And, you know, and it's, it's almost, it can be overbearing for some mothers. Mm. And, and father kids, you know, too. and the kids like, oh, are we leaving again? Like, why? And then, yep. you know, just like what she mentioned when she told her mom, then maybe we should just go back to him. Wow. You know, and and it's a very hard situation. It's very sad to just know how, like, how cruel the world can be. Like how people in this world can be. People that's supposedly supposed to love you and protect mm. you mm. and your children. And I think one of the saddest things about it is, at a young age, a child to see that. Mm. It affect, you know, in, in terms of affecting them, they also mirror what they've seen their father do without mm. knowing that it's not the right thing to do. Yeah. I've seen it where, like, you know, they, they get older and they treat their other half pretty much the same way because they were so used to seeing that they thought it was okay, like mm. it, was, it was a normal, normal thing to mm. do. Yeah. yeah, and I feel that's one thing that I, I yeah. If that, yeah, and if they don't treat their partner like that, then be treated like that. It's considered mm. normal, like, oh, it's okay, my mom went through yeah. that. Yeah. You know, yeah, because exactly. it's it's the effects that it has, you know, on a child. You know, not saying that every child will grow up and, you know, follow that. Because, yeah. you know, yeah. there are there are two different types of people in this of course, world. Yeah. The ones that um, learn from it or the ones that, you know, follow that footstep. Yeah. But it's, it does. It, it's really hard. Mm. You know, and especially when you find somebody that, you know, truly does love and care about you, but you put your wall up because, mm. you know, subconsciously you're thinking, will I go through what my mom went through? Yeah. Will, will, you know, will he leave me? Will he do this, do your that? Walls and, up, yeah, your walls are up. Yeah, up. It's either your walls up or you become, um, you become the abuser. Mm. Yeah. That control, so you don't get control. Yeah, so you don't get control, so you don't get... You um, turn into someone. You know, being treated like shit. So you turn into the person that's going to treat them like shit instead. Mm. That's another mm. good point. Yeah. It's like, ever got, like, it's it's pretty sad. It's, it's such a sad it's situation. Hard. Yeah, it goes back to what I'm saying. Like, there's two different people. There's the people that reenact it, and then there's the people that learn from it and don't do it. And don't do it, yeah. Mm. But it does. Yeah, but I think it's important that we put it out to our listeners that it, it like, the effects it has on the mother or the father that's leaving and, and the children. Mm. And children don't just grow up and forget about it. And I think that's important yeah. to put up. Mm. They don't grow up just forget about it. Like, it will always be in the back of their minds. Mm. If they don't become abusers or be abusers, they will, they will abuse themselves. They will, like I said, they'll abuse others or they'll allow to be abused or they'll, you know, they'll abuse substances to heal that. You know, to understand, like, you know, what, you know, what they were going through growing up, what they were trying to see. hide it. And yeah. trying to hide it, you know, yeah. and then the addictions, you know, and they like, become addicts. I feel like we see that a lot in the kids that we work with as well. Mm. Like, mm. coming from homes that, you know, like, broken broken homes that, like, they've seen so many things, you know. Yeah. So many yeah. bad things. Yeah. And then, like, they end up in the system. They just, they, there's, because there's no safe place for them. And yeah. because there was no safe place for them, like, they didn't feel safe at home. So when they're with us, they still don't feel safe. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So they still reenact the same the same behaviours that used to happen in There's their like home. Because them for them, it's normalcy. Yeah. For them, it's yeah. normal. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So for kids, I, I feel like from the beginning, they, mm. kids especially, they always have to have a place where they feel safe. And home should always be number one. Like, yeah. safe place for them. But some homes aren't. 
yeah, yeah. exactly and, and that's, that's and happened, then that's yeah. what happens so like, that's what happens yeah it's true because an experience that i had was raising a, a kid who i know was in a troubled home um growing up took care of everything was going good mm. i thought it was you know going, he was like 13 it was going good and the next thing i know he <laughs> he stole our vehicle so mm. it, it shows that you can give them the love you can try to help them in every way but i think because he what he's seen growing up he wasn't that was all he knew yeah yeah um so that's yeah the effects it has yeah from it's it's from not not um healing properly as well Mm, i guess like Mm. not having the right help there or support to be able to like overcome those Mm. troubling yeah behaviors that they have Mm. Mm. and i think it's especially important for the victim to go and get help yes mm. um because you know i see a lot of times the the mom for instance will you know um put on a strong front you know and she'll make out to her kids you know everything's okay we're good we're good but then once the kids go to sleep she's in the bedroom bawling her eyes out yeah because mm. mm. she has to try to be strong for the yeah, kids yeah so she's trying to be strong yeah. for her kids so but she should also 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 like be vulnerable um <laughs> No, but I feel like the mom should like, or the victim should also be vulnerable with her kids, Mm. or like show them that she's not okay. Yes, and then, but like also be an example and be like, uh, like what what happened to me was not okay. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna get help. Yeah, Yeah. and if this ever happens to you, follow me. What I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go get help. Yeah, that's true. Because I think the hardest part though with that I see is that mothers, Mm. you know, it's hard because then when they show that vulnerability they subconsciously don't realize that they're putting all of that pain onto their child. Mm, you know, okay. and I've seen that has happened where it's like um, when they start to vent to their child, not realizing that, you know, they're releasing all of that energy where they should be releasing it in a healthier way to like a professional or to an adult, mm. then, but they're venting to their child and their child is going to grow up and just carry all of that Keep emotion, mm. you know, because at the same time, mm. the child, you know, will either they'll dislike, they'll resent their father yeah. or they'll still be in the middle like, oh, but because, you know, dad told me this. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. It's it's really confusing. Yeah, the kids will always it's be hard. in the middle. Yeah, the kids, yeah, it, it affects the children, the victims, like, it, it affects everybody. But I think the great news is, though, is that, that like, you can excel and progress from that. Mm. It's not going to mm. be easy, you know, because I don't want any victims or their children to think, oh, this pain will never go away. Like, you know, I'm not saying that, yeah, you know, overnight, you know, you're going to get, get better. Yeah. But you can heal from that. You can grow. You can find yourself. Mm. You can find yourself worth. And your children can have that opportunity to grow up and find somebody that will love and treat them respectfully. Mm. You know, not saying that just because you're a child that came from domestic violence, that it's impossible for you to break away from that cycle. Mm. It's not easy, but it's doable. Yeah. You know, it's just that you have to work hard like you know and i think that's sometimes the unfair thing with life is that people have to work harder to get what other people already have and not realizing i think that's why it's important Mm. it's it's important to be nice to people Mm. you know and i know that that's why a lot of times when 
as Pacific Islanders, we don't seek help from family because of the shame and the guilt and the judgment that comes with it. Yeah. So if I was to come to you and be like, oh, I need help, like, well, didn't I tell you not to marry him? <laughs> hey, like yeah, you said that. True. I told you to fucking leave straight away. Yeah, I told you true. this and that. Or true. like your kids will be like, oh, you know, um, oh, your dad left. Like, you know what I mean? And it's just like, it's just like bricks on top of bricks on top mm. of bricks. And then it's just snap, you know, mm. that's it. When they when kids are constantly hearing that too, yeah. they start to think that it's actually like true that it's that's what's gonna happen to them as well. Mm. That they're just gonna be like that forever. Yeah, and it's sad because mm. they grow up and then they're like, oh, I don't deserve that because yeah. I never had it. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That's you know? what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's very it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty sensitive too. Mm. Very sensitive. And it does happen a lot with our commit, like with our Polynesians, because yeah. as we keep saying in most podcasts, it's just not educated to speak up mm. to you know as dora mentioned as well to be vulnerable in front of your kids because if you're not your daughters might grow up thinking it's okay to be treated like that from the opposite sex or because my mom or always said yeah, she mm. was okay she was right. like, you know so or i know he loves me but you're yeah. like you're like mm. you know but you have like up. two black eyes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you said you're not gonna do it again yeah <laughs> No, yeah, yeah, that's not a laughing matter, but you know, yeah, 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 it's not, but yeah. like, you know, I'm just saying, yeah, just yeah, saying. Yeah. But I know a lot of people that have left from a domestic violence relationship mm. and have moved on, yeah, and have found somebody else, yeah. you know, and mm. it's they're, they're at a better place, you know, and I think everybody, every human deserves that to always be in a better place. Um, feeling safe when they're in a relationship mm. being, um, happy. being happy, genuinely yeah, happy, yeah, being really, really happy. Like, if you think about it. You know, the, all the victims out there, it's important to, you know, let it hurt. It's okay. It's normal. Let it hurt and then let it go. Mm. Move on with your life. There's so much to, you know, to learn from, to grow, for, to grow with. And obviously with your children with you, to support you as well. I reckon, yeah. Mm. I think it's also important as children are in the home and, you know, they watch you leave. You know, I know you're, the, the victim's already under a lot of pressure, a lot of, you know, she's feeling a lot of emotions. Mm. But it's also um, important to kind of model how you connect your feelings to your behavior. Mm. So, you know, if you're feeling, it's okay to feel how you feel. You're mm. feeling upset, broken, hurt. Uh, but then if you turn to, say, for example, you turn to alcohol and drugs, you know, your children see that. And then once that, if, if, and I hope they don't, but if they get to that point, they're going to think, all right, yeah, this mom went through this, so I'm just going to pick up a bottle of whiskey and I'm just going to chug, I'm just going to chug this chug, down chug. and it's yeah, going yeah. to be fine. So, and I think that's how you cope. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, everyone mm. copes differently, but, um, yeah, just that's be mindful of mm. how mm. you, um, behave, how you connect your feelings to your behavior. And I think also mm. like the importance, so, so very important. We don't teach it often in our community is teaching your children at a young age, how do you respect somebody that they have feelings for? Or not only feelings, but be respectful in general. In general. Yeah. So that when they do grow up and, you know, regardless of how influenced they can be from the world, that they know that they were told that that's not right. Mm. You know, you can't really control the way people are, but yeah. you can minimize it, I guess, mm. when they're young. Yeah. At a young age. Yeah, true. Do you reckon, like, you're the listener that put in her story or whatever, do you think that, like, helps address it to that person like because it's her father because mm. that's what we're reading i'm sure i don't know many years now like if it's changed or anything like that but do you think like she can have a bit of closure self by addressing how she felt or what mm. he put her through as a child 
Mm. Like, I think it's also important, like, I think a child has a right as well to address their parents in particular ways that they felt growing up and things like that so they are aware of how they I think, felt. I think so. Just, I think it's mm. dependent on their yeah, child. Yeah, I was going to say, it can yeah. be a bit tricky, mm. yeah. depending even on the parent. If, if you want that they exposure. really give no fuck about the kid yeah. and the, the, the children and the partner, you I don't really be. see why mm. there should be any closure. Well, it sense. depends but, on the person, yeah. Because yeah. sometimes the yeah. person might just need that closure. They don't need yeah, an yeah. explanation. They don't need a, yeah, like, an apology. Yeah, yeah it's just like, okay, I fucking hate you. You know, you might be my father, but I I want nothing to do with you, and yeah. I want to tell you. Because sometimes people just want to release that, and they find that yeah. as closure. And then, like, but, like... Maybe the safest place will be, like, in a courtroom with all the police and <laughs> security, everyone. <laughs> Say what you mean, then run, no. yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like, find a safe spot, safe place. Because it's hard because I, I know that um, witnessing close um, family members and friends, it's just that when they try to justify their actions mm. towards their mother, you know, True. it's like, oh, no, it's because you don't know how she really is. But it's like, no, she just didn't add salt into the cooking that you asked for. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? She accidentally put in pepper and then you peppered her in the eye. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, like, you yeah. know, like, um, um, these are, like, real, yeah, yeah. like, these are realistic um, situations, True. like, you know, but I think it's, it's so broad, this, um, this topic, it's also very, I find it very hopeful, like, you know, it, it's sad to mm. see that children have to go through this, you know, and, you know, just growing up, and I think that's why it's important to make this an awareness, like, in, we need to normalise that domestic violence is not acceptable, it's not part mm. of our culture, it's not our custom, it's not a man's it's not a woman's duty to cook. If not, she'll get, you know, dealt with. That's not... And it's vice versa. Yeah, like vice versa. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's it's very important. And I think I'm, we mentioned it the last time, is teaching even your boys, your sons at a young age, that mm. if they have a crush on a girl at school, you know, I know, you know how in school they'll be like, oh, he just likes you, but yeah. you know, he just called me a bitch. And yeah. like, oh, he just oh, pulled yeah. my hair. He just pulled my yeah. hair or he oh. stole my sandwich, mm. you know. If your daughter comes and tells you that, you know, we automatically be like, oh, ooh, he's got a crush on you, you know, yeah. we laugh. But really it's like, okay, we're going to put a stop to this shit right now yeah. so that your daughter can feel that, okay. That it's it's not know, okay yeah, for them. Yeah. When you like somebody, that's not a healthy way to that's express. Not a way to, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think that's important to share that even to, to the boys, like to your sons, True. to your daughters, you know, yeah. your children. It's important to teach them that, that if they like somebody, respect them. Mm. You know, even if at home it's the opposite, but at yeah. least they know that growing up, like my mom wasn't coping well, mm. but I know it's wrong. You know, I don't know, mm. but mm. yeah, this is yeah, it is hard. You eh? can go on and on. I was yeah, you can. Touching on with um, what you guys are saying about closure, um, I think yeah, it depends on each individual, and you just gotta be careful because sometimes you know, going for closure, you might be doing more damage. Yeah, yeah. that's what I meant. Like, yeah. yeah, you might not want to hear what. Yeah, yeah, or he yeah, might not yeah. even give you the opportunity to even open your mouth and he takes off. Yeah, like he yeah. slams the door in your face. And then so you get like, angry and then you're going to cry. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Sometimes it's just And then try just again later on. Like, don't try again. Just let it go. Mm. We'll just throw an egg at his window. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think. Yeah. Do you think. Yeah, I think we touched um, bases on that, um, the effects it has yeah. mm. and how to cope. Um, I who think to to. yeah, who to talk to, coping, you know, speaking to a GP, like we always say, you know. And you're not alone. Yeah, you're not mm. alone. There are services here There's in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. You can even chat online to if you don't want to talk. Because I know some people mm. don't like calling someone mm. and then they start crying. They don't want to cry in front of people. Yeah. yeah they also have like um, an, an online chat where you can chat to mm. someone. Yeah, they have, um, yeah. it's called 1-800-RESPECT. 
it's uh, specifically for domestic violence. Right. So you're kept anonymous. It's mm. a twenty four seven service. Mm. It also refers you to places. Um, there's also what we always mentioned, Lifeline Australia, Beyond Blue. Yeah, and linked to home, like I said before, yeah. if you become homeless to that point. There is always services, there's always opportunities and it's not you're not a bad person if you don't seek help. Because most of the times we don't seek help, it's because we don't know where to go. Especially mm. when you're in that position of leaving an abusive relationship, you know, you're still mentally and emotionally you're still trying to gather yourself. Yeah. You know, and if you are a family member or somebody that is leaving or have left somebody from a domestic violence relationship, it's important that you are very supportive. Mm. You know, um, as in if they need services, be like, okay, I can drive you, you know, or, or just being there. But again, it gets hard because I know that there are some that help, constantly help, and they, mm. they go back. But we're not focusing on the ones that go back to the abuser. We're talking about the ones that have left, have left, <laughs> left, left, yeah, and be yeah. supportive. They need somebody to stay, and you have room. Mm. You know, um, you know, do what you can, but also at the same time balance yourself by looking out for them. Reach out to somebody. We will put um the number for the one eight hundred respect here in Australia. It's available to men, women, and children. You're kept anonymous. Um, so yeah, so thank you so much for tuning in. Please continue to tune in. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Talks with N. You can find our full audio now on YouTube, Spotify, and now on Apple Play. Nice. So Apple Play, that's not called, yeah, Apple Podcast. And so yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah always remember you have yeah, a choice, choice to what, what you accept in life. life. Bye. Woo, bye. bye.